boundaries, love. Boundaries are what we are focusing on. And it's not even just about, oh, it's 2024 anymore. No, we are setting boundaries and implementing those boundaries, not only for ourselves, but for those that surround our space. So we need to go ahead and talk about the people that need to get the cut, okay? We don't have time for people and relationships to be around that just no longer serve us purpose. We don't have time to fool around with the friendships and relationships where we feel like we don't know. Are we friends? Are we not friends? Oh my gosh, I'm about to cough, hold on. <laughs> but I wanna get into that topic of discussion today. 10 telltale signs before that null and void friendship. That's right, we are getting into a friendship conversation today. Welcome back, love. If you have noticed, I missed last week. Some of you might notice, some of you might not, but I'm just gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> I had the flu last week, and as a result of that, I have this very nasty, lingering, dry cough, which is why I have my water ready to go, because I don't wanna sit on here and have a whole full-blown choking episode. So I'm gonna try to get through this conversation without coughing as much as I can. But let's go ahead and jump into it because I don't wanna waste any time. First telltale sign before a null and void friendship. Start looking at avoidance. This is going to, avoidance is one that can kind of tie into some of the other topics that we're gonna go over today. But avoidance is, look at your friends. Are they avoiding you? Are they not wanting to be around you as much anymore? Are you making plans and they're constantly just nowhere to be found. You can tell if somebody is avoiding you. Now, here's the thing. At this stage of life, like you guys know, I'm in my early 30s. I have very strong communication at this stage, and I have very strong communication because of where I am in my reinventing season. So I wanna make sure that I am communicating with the people around me that, hey, I need to go into a season of isolation for a little bit. That's okay. It's all about the communication. If you have friends that are not communicating with you and they just seem like they have fallen off the face of the earth, that's a problem. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be a hard one, y'all. Cause I, oh, every time I talk, I'm gonna cough. <laughs> so you can, you'll know whether or not that friend is maybe just in a season where they're kind of isolated, they're going through some things emotionally, because let's be honest, just because they're our friends, our sisters, our brothers, whatever we wanna call them, does not mean that we have to know every intricate detail of their life. So sometimes, yes, people go into a season where they don't wanna be bothered, they don't wanna talk as much, they don't wanna share their personal life. That is okay. When you are friends and you have that really good connection with those friends, you should be able to communicate whether you just need some time to yourself. If you have not communicated that, then that lets me know that either you're feeling some kind of way or you're just not wanting to communicate with me or you're simply avoiding me. So start to look for those friends that are just simply avoiding you. You don't have time for that in this season of your reinventing process. Number two on the telltale signs list is if you have a friend who is constantly, constantly, excuse me, wanting to know more about you than they are willing to share about themselves. This is classic, you need to get the boots to me because that lets me know, like, why do you need to know so much about me? Why do you want to know my every twist and turn and left movement, right movement? Why do you want to know every single thing that I'm doing? But if I ask you what's going on in your life, it's like, mm, nothing. 
I don't want to share. I don't want to talk about it. Like, so you want me to talk about all of my personal business, but you don't want me to know about yours. And again, it's not that we have to know every single intricate detail of our friends' lives. That's not what I'm saying. We don't have to know every single detail, but I find it problematic that you would want to know every single detail about me and what's going on in my love life and what's going on with my finances and what's going on with this and that. But then I ask you the same questions and you get secretive. That is not something that you, that's not anybody that you want to be around because secrets might not be so safe with that person. When you start oversharing you better make sure that you 100% trust that person because what can happen is that person might end up talking to somebody else and then all of those details that you have shared have a possibility to come up. So I'm just saying, protect yourselves. Make sure that one, you know, make sure one, that the information that you're sharing is information that you don't mind to be shared because here's the thing. We all have slip ups, okay? I have made the mistake. My best friends have made the mistake. Others, you guys watching, we have all made a mistake at some point where we heard something and we accidentally repeated it. Sometimes information can get leaked. Sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional. So just make sure across the board that whatever you're sharing with somebody, you better make sure it's some information that you don't mind to possibly get leaked. So I'm just saying, I need to stop saying that. I say that a lot, don't I? I say, I'm, I, you know what I'm saying? I say it a lot. But I just want you guys to be careful and be mindful of those friends who don't want to share because they might not be somebody that is trustworthy and you definitely want to make, you know, get, just keep an eye out. Just keep an eye. Number three on my 10 telltale signs list before, uh, before the null and void friendship is the friend who cancels all the time. We are busy, you guys. I'm busy. I have three kids. One of them's in sports. One of them does this. Then I have my husband. I have a whole life going on. All of us have a whole life going on. So yes, sometimes we need to cancel plans. Sometimes we need to reschedule. If this, say for instance, let's just use this as an example. Me and my best friend, we try to go out at least once a month. We try to have our girls day, TT and TT day. And I even have, I, I told my other sister, I'm like, you know what? We need to start having a day as well. We're gonna plan our, you know, monthly gathering or every other month gathering here soon. We have times that we specifically set apart to hang out with each other. If you come to a point in your friendships where even though you've scheduled these times to hang out and one of the, you know, friends in the group, or maybe it's just your other, you know, friend, maybe it's just a one in one situation instead of a multiple situation, but you find that this friend is just constantly canceling on you. It makes you kind of, re, you know, raise a red flag because it's like, okay, do you not just want to be bothered with me anymore? And that kind of goes back to avoidance. Like I said, avoidance is kind of going to be similar to some of the other um, topics, but what are you avoiding me for? Why are you canceling on me? Do you not want to be bothered with me? Is there something that I did? Then you start going through all of these questions rising and you guys, <clears throat> women are a little different. You know, when, when we just have a, I don't know. It's like a sixth sense for these things because, man, you know, I think because we're just a little more emotionally connected that we can kind of tell when our friends are off 
okay? You can tell when your friends are off. So you wanna start looking at some of those occurrences to see if they are constantly canceling on you. If they're constantly canceling and constantly avoiding you, then that should definitely raise some red flags and make you want to, you know, maybe sit down and have a conversation with that friend. Maybe they're just going through something personally. Again, maybe they could have communicated that. But if you notice that even when you try to raise up that conversation and they're, you know, just not interested, then maybe you shouldn't be interested in continuing on with that friendship. Which kind of brings me into my number four tip, which is kind of similar, but it's a change in temperatures. Just like I said, we have that strong emotional connection. You gotta think these are people that we have been around for years. Maybe you've been around a year. Whatever the case, you have a strong emotional connection to these friends that you have built relationships with. You should be able to tell whether that person is hot, cold, or lukewarm. We don't have time for the lukewarm person, okay? Either we're gonna be good on the cold side, we're gonna be good on the hot side, but we never gonna be in the middle. Because if you're riding in the middle, that means that I have to keep an eye out on you. And um, I, my eyes is, is focused on a lot of things right now, and I can't have my focus on you. I just, mm -mm, I can't do it. It's gut instinct. You know if you're hanging around a friend and you just notice that they're acting a little funny around you. You're noticing that they don't want to, again, share those details. They don't want to, you know, hang out anymore. They don't want to just call and talk to you and check on you. Sometimes a simple phone call just to check in is more than enough. I'm not saying that we got to talk to our friends every single day. I don't talk to my friends every single day. You should be able to have strong enough connections to where even if you went you know, two, three weeks without talking to that person. You know, both of y'all know because y'all in here, you're here. Both of y'all should know that, hey, we just been having life going on, but let me let me pick up this phone and be like, girl, are you alive? What's up? You know, just checking in, just making sure everything is good. Just check the temperature and you'll always be able to tell by gut instinct as well if something is feeling a little finicky. Number five on the list is what I like to call the loop effect. And what I mean by that is if you are constantly encountering a friend who always seems to somehow bring the conversation back to themselves, that is somebody that you want to keep your third eye open for. That person might be very self-centered. They might not want to share the spotlight with you and they might not have a genuine care or interest for the things that you have going on in your life. So if you're having that conversation and you have that news that you've been so excited to share, but then that other person on the other end of that telephone is like, oh girl, that's good, but oh my gosh, I cannot believe what happened to me today. It's always me, 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 me. That is not somebody that you wanna to continue to share your space and energy with at this point in your life. It needs to be equally balanced. And now that I say that, I think that's one of my tips. We'll get there in a minute. But if it is, just act like I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here choking. Oh Lord. Anyway, but yes, you just wanna keep an eye out for the people who are constantly trying to bring the conversation back to them because that just is a red flag and a huge indicator that that person might not have any genuine love and interest in the things that you have going on in your life. And here's the thing about friendships, you guys. At some point, 
one person might excel while one person is still in another, you know, in one space while sometimes it might be the other person excelling on and you're in a certain space. That should not matter in your friendships, okay? Be sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who have a genuine care for you and want to genuinely see you win in life. Whoo, number six is a good one. It's a good one, okay? Number six on my 10 telltale signs list is repetitive questioning of stance. If you have to constantly ask yourself over and over again, well, I need to have a conversation with her because I just feel like we're not in a good space. And I mean, the conversation, if you've had it three times, for me, it might be about two. If you've had that conversation three times where you have to sit down with your friend and say, okay, well, where do we stand? Because this happened at this point and you were acting this way and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. You, you, you may want to reconsider that friendship. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm, I, maybe I'm just at a point in my life where I'm just like, I have no time and no tolerance for BS. I really don't. I think that's what it is, y'all. I think this is just part of my reinventing season is that I have a no tolerance, no tolerance, zero tolerance for all of the foolery. And that is foolery to me. If I have to keep questioning you in regards to our stance, our friendship, um, I might not be so willing to fight for that anymore. And honestly, it's just because again, you should have effective communication in your relationships. There's no reason why you and your friend should not have effective communication to be able to clearly state, this is what I have going on. I might not want to be bothered during this time or yeah, hey, let's go hang out. You should be able to clearly tell what it is that you have on your mind at all times. And if it's a true friend, they're going to be okay with having those harder conversations, but we should not have to constantly have hard conversations. We shouldn't have to always have those conversations to see where it is that we stand. So all I'm saying is if you right now have a friend that you have to constantly keep questioning yourself and y'all have to constantly sit down and work out y'all issues and sit down and, you know, and be able to determine whether this is a relationship that you want to move forward with. If you've had that conversation too many times, too many, then you might want to reconsider if that is a friendship that you want to carry on with. Number seven on my 10 telltale signs list is extended periods with no communication. Again, I've kind of some semi covered this already, but if you are constantly finding yourself not knowing if that, if you got to question yourself if that person is even alive and breathing, that's probably an issue. You know, again, it goes back to communication. You should be able to tell me if you need some time and space and not even that you have to tell me, but let's just say you call that person and they're like, you know, I'm just kind of going through some things right now. You know, maybe we can catch up later, but not right now. That's effective communication. You have clearly told me that you just need some time. You're going through some things and not to bother you. I can respect that. But if you just haven't heard from that person, they haven't called, You've tried to reach out. They haven't returned your call. You know, more time goes by and you still haven't heard from that, you know, person. Yeah, you definitely might want to consider reevaluating that friendship and to be able to determine if it is, if it's giving you stress or if it's actually, you know, 
encouraging you, helping you, pushing you along. Those, those are the kind of friendships that we want to nurture in this season. The ones that are meaningful to us, the ones that have no meaning and, I, and are just draining. We don't have time for that in this season. Number eight on my 10 telltale signs list before that null and void friendship happens is the 80-20 rule. We don't want to give 80% in a relationship and only receive 20. And that goes for not only your friendships, but that goes for your intimate relationships as well. You never want to give more. They should be equally balanced, you guys. Even in my marriage, me and my husband always balance out each other. I'm never gonna give him more. He's never gonna give more of himself. We are always gonna make sure that we are equally balanced or what they, what, what they call it, equally yoked. We're gonna always make sure we're equally yoked. You should apply that in your friendships as well. You want to make sure that whatever you are investing into that friendship, that that friend is also investing the same amount of time, energy, and efforts. You want to nurture the friendships that you have. They take work, just like a relationship takes work. Friendships take work but we never want to give more than what we are receiving out of it because that is a red flag. More than any other red flag that I can think of is if you are taking, I mean, excuse me, if you are getting little out of the relationship and someone else is putting in all the work or vice versa, this is not what you want to do and this is not going to be something that is going to give you any kind of fulfillment in that relationship at this stage. It's gonna be a waste of time and it's going to be draining and you do not want to be mentally drained more than you already are because you already have a lot of internal stuff that you're trying to work on and sort through when you're in a season of reinventing. Now, number nine is for the, the girls and gal, the, the gals and the guys that do social media. I don't do social media. Okay, my social media is strictly for my personal brand. I don't post my husband. I don't post my kids. I don't post birthday posts for, for this friend and that friend. I don't even post the birthday posts for my husband, okay? I really don't. So this is, this is not me, but I know that there are a lot of people who will run to social media, unfortunately, and anytime they're going through something emotionally, good old Facebook and all that comes into play and they start typing away on that status and post and letting their emotions fly out without taking a second guess. This is what I like to call the, I know you're watching post. And what I am meaning by that is some of you guys are the, the culprits in this situation, or maybe you got the back end of it, I don't know. But we have to be very, very careful of what we are putting on social media. Social media can misconstrue a lot of things. I know I used to be on Facebook at a point in time and maybe some, you know, maybe me and my friend got into it or something like that and she might have wrote a post and I saw that post and I'm over here like, mm, uh, well, if she got to say something, she could say it to me or, you know, well, what she mean by that? We've all probably encountered a situation like this. So for my people who are always on social media typing stuff that maybe should not be shared 
to social media or if you are looking at a post from a so-called friend and you feel like it is directed towards you, if you are constantly finding yourself in a situation like this, this is probably not somebody that you want to hang around. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys because if they are quick to share their information to a social media platform about what it is that they're going on in their personal life, nine times out of 10, that person is not going to, they're probably not going to be willing to have a civil conversation with you. Or even if they do have a civil conversation, then you have to worry about them going back to report what you just talked about on social media again. So these these are just people you want to be careful of, okay? If you are, you know, currently surrounded by a friend who constantly puts all their information on Facebook, I really encourage you to have a conversation with them if they don't want to hear it or if you're already feeling borderline-ish about that friendship as you know, anyway, then I would say you might want to cut ties because it's just not worth it. It brings too much drama. And like I said, when you make, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm so nasally right now. I'm so sorry. When you make posts and stuff like that, it just gets messy. It really gets messy. And that's not something that you need, especially in a new season when you are just focusing on thriving and winning in life. Last tip, my number 10 on my 10 telltale signs before the null and void friendship is the comfort is gone. And I actually have a really, really good example for you guys on this one. I used to be best friends with a girl. Um, I think we became best friends in second grade and we were best friends all the way up until, I wanna say freshman, sophomore year. And then I moved away. I moved out of the city and I ended up coming back about four or five years later. Anyway, it was our, I wanna say sophomore year of college and she reached out, I had moved back to where I am now. She reached out, she's like, hey, you know, my school is having this big party. The school was like 45 minutes away. She's like, I haven't seen you. Let's hang out. I'm like, okay, but mind you guys, I hadn't talked to her in four to five years. When I moved away, our relationship kind of died out. Honestly, if I'm being totally honest, our relationship died out. I really want to say it was around like middle school, probably eighth grade into ninth grade we were still close but then you know we just naturally started to drift apart we had different friend groups at that time and you guys know how it is but anyway mind you i knew her of course like we grew up together i know her but i didn't know her anymore five years is a lot of time to be separated you develop into different people and at that stage we graduated high school we're moving into young adulthood we're different people okay so i was already like okay, like, you know, like, let's hang out, let's do it. But I just didn't feel like I knew her anymore. So I ended up riding with her to the party. I was completely uncomfortable at the party. I didn't know anyone outside of her. And it just, I was just uncomfortable. Like, I really was uncomfortable. It's so funny just even sitting back telling that story because it's like, dang, like, I, I it feels like it happened yesterday, but I was very uncomfortable. And I remember she was like, yeah, uh, we'll just spend the night here in my dorm and I'll take you back in the morning. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wanna go home now. But obviously I couldn't make her drive me 45 minutes back home, I had to wait. So when I got back, I think we tried to keep in touch maybe one or two other times. And that was kind of it. That was kind of the end of our friendship. I wish her nothing but the best. Like we definitely, 
had a lot of good years to cherish. But I'm just giving you guys that example to say sometimes things die out. Sometimes friendships die out naturally, and that's okay. And you can definitely tell when they do because you just won't feel the same. You won't feel that same level of comfort that you originally had with that person. And that comfort for me was totally gone. And I knew at that point, I'm like, you know, we we have come to a, a crossroads where you have to go left, I have to go right, and this is where life is taking us, and that is okay. So those were my 10 telltale signs before that null and void friendship. Some friendships need to go. And if they are already hanging on by a thread, go ahead and cut the thread because it's not worth it. I have gained so much peace of mind, so much joy and happiness in my life from just, again, learning to be much more, or excuse me, using much more effective communication to voice what it is that I'm going through. I have created boundaries for myself. I have created boundaries for others to not step over anymore. And I'm, like I said, it's just, when you're in a season of reinventing, things like this matter. They 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 have a heavy weight in the matter department. If that matters. <laughs> If that even makes sense. I don't even know how I just said that. But anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. Learn to just start cutting those strings, okay? I hope that you guys enjoyed this video. Definitely give it a big thumbs up if you guys enjoyed it. And definitely don't forget to hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so that you guys can see when the new videos are going up on the channel. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, Make sure that you are subscribed to my podcast so that you get those notifications every time a video, or excuse me, an audio goes up, not a video. But I will go ahead and check in with you guys on the next one. Until next time, bye.